Hey guys, what's up? It's Nate. And this is another episode of The Untucked Life, where we care a lot more about a lot less. And today's episode is actually the audio from uh, the first video that I ever made under The Untucked Life Project. And that was a video about why we don't finish our work. So I put the link to the original video in the description if you're interested in checking that out. But I wanted to really modify that um, that content to work on this platform as I thought you guys might find it interesting. So I hope you enjoy. It's Nate with another episode of Untucked Life. And today we're kind of going to go unscripted. Um, I've been thinking about the idea the idea, the idea of finishing ideas and thought I might do a, a segment on it. Had some interesting thoughts this morning uh, while I was at the gym and thought, man, it's a beautiful day. One to drive a Jeep around. Uh, got a Jeep out there, no doors, pretty sweet, especially in this weather. So if you don't have a Jeep, go buy one and take the doors off and drive it around in Florida in October because it's amazing. And then you'll understand where I'm coming from. Anyways, back to the video. Um, basically what I want to talk about is an issue that I run into, um, I continue to struggle with, and something that if not, um, if I wasn't very one self-aware and intentional, I would end up suffering from this uh, to a significantly greater extent than I do now. And that again goes back to the idea of finishing your ideas or projects. What is an idea? What is the definition of an idea? Here's the definition of idea. A thought or suggestion as to a possible course of action. As you can see, the, the thing with ideas is that they require action, right? And I know that there's a lot of books out there, a lot of talks on um, motivation and um, some type of inspiration to help you get started. But my thinking is that getting started is the easy part. Getting started is exciting, right? starting a new project, got a new toy, you've got this great idea. That part's easy. Uh, getting started is always the easiest thing for me. For example, um, we'll just take a uh, use case I'm staring at right now. Uh, cameras and recording videos. Uh, a couple months ago, I got inspired to start sharing more of my content. So immediately, you know, what am I thinking? Oh, I need a new camera. I need this mount. I need that mount. I need another GoPro. I need a different lens. Uh, I need this case, that case. I need a mic, the mic I'm looking at right now. I need a lapel mic, which I'm not wearing, but I have one. So, you know, it's so easy with that initial excitement. You just go out, you buy everything, right? I didn't buy everything. And I did some research, so I know the stuff that I bought was, uh, was good, well-received, good reviews. Anyways, it's a different story. But you get the cameras and you're super excited. And then you watch a couple YouTube videos and you figure out how to use them, right? I figured out how to set up the mic, how to set up the camera, how to focus myself, um, because obviously I'm, I'm by myself right now, and got all that part done. But then it comes down to making the video. And making the video is even pretty easy compared to sharing the video, right? And I know for me, it's very easy to get a project to about 70, 80%, right? And I think that 70, 80%, the difference uh, between going that extra 20 or 30% oftentimes comes when it's time to actually finish your work enough to present it to the world. And you might think, whatever, I'm not, no, the world isn't going to see what I'm doing. 
And the whole world might not, but your family might, your friends might, uh, people that come over to your house might, right? And I think that that's where people start getting hung up because if you have a project that's perpetually under work and it's never done, and then no one can ever judge you on it if it fails. Great example, another example, just you know, self-deprecation today, but uh, another example is this weekend, I finally put the roof on a play yard that I made for my five-year-old back when he was a three-and-a-half-year-old. So for, was it that long ago? It was more than a year. So he's either three-and-a-half or he was four. But my point being, without the roof on the play yard, it wasn't done. And I made the whole thing myself, which is another hobby that I have. Um, I also run a channel called Enzo Custom, which I'll link up here. If you guys are interested in tips and tricks on how to build stuff. But I left the project undone. And the reason, looking back on it, um, you know, having learned a little bit more about myself and just about psychology in general, the reason that I think I left it unfinished is because when you look at it, there's trusses up there, but there's no roof. So people can just say, oh, okay, well, yeah, it's not finished. Well, it's a cool project, but it's not done. So anything else that's not done about it or maybe not perfect about it, um, it's because it's a work in progress. But what that really leads to is one, a tremendous amount of baggage. You have a hundred unfinished projects, right? You you get interested in starting them and you you get all excited and you go out and, and you hit it full bore, but then it comes down to putting the finishing touches, literally the finishing touches. I'm talking about putting the the paneling on the roof. I, I bought the paneling. The paneling's been in my garage for at least a year. I actually have to move the paneling around because it's such a pain to store eight foot sheets of paneling in your garage. I don't care how big of a garage you own. But instead of putting it up there, putting it up there, I just always had an excuse, right? Uh, maybe I'll do something different, busy this weekend, you know, maybe next weekend. But finally this weekend, um, I did it. And it wasn't a crazy project. It took me longer than I thought because I forgot I had to add supports in there. But whatever, I did it on a Sunday afternoon um, my five-year-old actually helped me, so that was cute. And I, I documented the process for my other project, which is showing people how to do projects like that for themselves. And it was incredibly satisfying because now when I get home, as soon as you drive up the driveway, you can see it and you can see the roof. And it just looks, it, it looks good. But more than that, it looks finished, right? It looks like I completed this because it was important to me, because I started it, because I said I was gonna do it. My son thinks it's the coolest, biggest fortress Batman house ever. Now he's already talking about putting in doors and we gotta put a bed in and you know, all these other improvements. So he's already, he, you know, he's already uh, beating me up for what we're gonna do next. But that project is done. And just like you're watching this video, in order for you to be watching this video, that means I had to one, record it, then watch myself talk, which is totally uncomfortable, then edit it, and I'm not very good at editing, so hopefully you don't mind, but um, edit it, and then post it. And I think it's in those last, you know, 
couple stages where we start to get in our head and start to make up all these excuses because there are people that are gonna watch this that I know and then they're probably gonna have some opinion. And if I let their opinion of this work, of my work, of what I wanna do to share out, you know, this message or my thoughts in general to people, uh, if I let their thoughts and, and their criticism, you know, stop me before I even start, well then where does that leave me? I'm never gonna finish any project. Definitely not any project you could look at or you could find, or someone that I didn't know could find. So I think that that's, that's a very interesting idea if you think about the real reason that you're not finishing these projects, right? You started an online business and you know you, you made a website and you got Shopify set up and you're testing Facebook ads, right? But you really haven't dove into it. You really haven't put 100, 110% into it because you know it's just kind of this side thing. But then you leave it as a side thing because you don't want it to fail. Because if you if you get out there and you give it everything you have and, and it fails, then you look stupid, right? Well, okay, you might look stupid to some people, but that's the only way you're gonna learn. It's the only way you're gonna learn how Facebook ads work. It's the only way you're gonna learn how to drop ship. It's the only way you're gonna learn how to come up with a product market fit. There's no other way you can learn those things without doing them. So whatever that project is, and again, I'm no expert. I just gave you two prime examples of, um, of me struggling with the same exact thing. But if you really think about that, and Seth Godin has a great piece uh, that I read on his blog. And basically what Seth is saying is ship your work, right? And a lot of times we can get in our head and start thinking, oh, this isn't perfect or it could be better or it could be bigger or it could be different but you need to get to a point where people can find it and then react to it and then you can figure out what maybe works what maybe didn't work right and they say that you know you either succeed or you learn and i think that if you go into it thinking about it that way then worst case scenario the whole thing blows up metaphorically you learn sometimes what what to do in the sense well some of it worked but more so what not to do what not to work on i have in that closet behind you five or six uh bulk order tea bags right because i came up with this great idea um to start a website and a company called masculinity because I thought it was clever if you attach masculine and tea, and then I would do this whole website, this whole store about tea and all the wonderful things about tea. I don't even drink tea. Who am I doing that project for? I'm not passionate about that. But that was another one of these where I dove into it head first. I was trying to figure out how to negotiate bulk orders from tea companies. I don't even know how to make tea. How would I even talk about tea if I don't even like it? I mean, I like green tea, like from the gas station. I don't think that counts. So I had to shelf that idea, right? Rightfully so, that's a bad idea. But at the beginning of it, super easy to start it. Right, And that's what you run into is you have all these projects that you start and the ones that you're super passionate about, you know that's the work that you should be doing. This is your thing, this is your area, this is what fires you up. You gotta ship that work. 
and one of the the mantras that I have on my other um, on my other project, uh, which is called Enzo Custom, is create your art. And what it really means, uh, Enzo, the word Enzo comes from Zen Buddhism, and what it means is when your mind is is at peace and your body can create. And I really think that there's some type of creator in all of us. Kind of like the Lego guys have the master builders. If you think about yourself like that, every one of us has a creative side, right? When we were kids, you gave us crayons and a piece of paper, you were going to make something. And the difference fundamentally between then and now is that when you were two, three, Five, you didn't care what people thought. Think about the pictures you drew. There are pictures that I get from my son and I look at them and I can barely identify the colors that he used. But he thinks it's the coolest thing in the world and he made it and he brought it to me and he's so excited. Because at that age, you don't care about judgment. You don't care about inclusion. You don't care about um, anyone else making you feel good based on their reaction to the work that you create. And as you get older, eight, a little bit more self-conscious, nine, even more self-conscious, I've got a nine-year-old as well. And then you get up to 14, 15, self-conscious, more and more, because now you got to deal with high school. Um, I've got my oldest son, 14, 15 age range, and he makes music, and I know sometimes when he goes to push his music out, he struggles with it too, because he's not sure how people are gonna react to it. So he's sensitive. He's done a tremendous job, much better than I ever could have at that age um, as far as sharing, so that's fantastic. But if you don't keep exercising your ability to create and ship work, you're gonna be 30 years old, 40 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old, you're gonna be old, you're gonna be on Medicare, you're gonna be in a nursing home thinking about, man, I remember when I was 25 and I had that idea, and I did so much work, but I was scared of what people thought. And guess what? When you're in nursing homes hanging out with other nursing home people, I don't think any of them are passing judgment on each other based on what somebody did when they were 30. And if their blog post was perfect, if their drawing was perfect, if they used the right camera settings on the video that they posted, or if they edited it the right way, or if the music matched. Nobody cares about any of that. You'll just have people that did the work that they wanted to do, and shipped it, and it made an impact on other people, and then you'll have everybody else. You have the creators, and then you have the viewers. I personally like to play on the creator side, and part of that is being able to recognize and work through the fact that I know with every single project right before I'm done with it, I'm gonna try and self-sabotage and come up with all these reasons why I'm too busy, why I can't do it, why nobody will like it, why I need to run it again, I need to do another edit, I need to do another shot, um, I need to get somebody else's opinion, I need to change my shirt, I need a different camera, and I have to be able to see that and then recognize it for what it is and just move through it. And the thing is, the first time it's hard, the second time it's hard, the fifth time it's still hard. But what you realize is on the other side of shipping that work, 
is that you get more and more and more confident, but you get more comfortable being uncomfortable. Talking on camera is uncomfortable. Writing blog posts and posting them on your website, that's uncomfortable. Talking about personal things you're struggling with is uncomfortable. And they will always be uncomfortable. But the more you do them, the more you get used to that discomfort. And you can work through that. And that is what's gonna be the difference between being a creator and being a viewer. And in this world today, if you wanna control anything really about your messaging, what you do, your impact in the world, or just your sense of fulfillment, I think you have to be a creator. You have to be pushing, you have to be doing something. You can't just sit back and watch other people. So that's my unscripted take on finishing your ideas. All right, and that wraps up this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed any of the episodes, uh, please consider subscribing or leaving a review or sharing with uh, someone you know or everyone you know. That would be fine too. Uh, it's really the best way for uh, other people to find us and for us to grow our audience. So until next time, remember The Untucked Life, where we care a lot more about a lot less. See ya.